I'm Noah Brown, and welcome to the Pep Talk Best Business Insights Podcast, where you can find daily tidbits of knowledge on all topics business. On today's episode, we hear from Mark Manson on Internet Business Mastery. Mark is the New York Times bestselling author of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Much of the knowledge packed into his wildly popular book can also be found in his hundreds of blog posts and throughout most of his widespread internet presence. To be clear, some say that Mark is a complete idiot, but others say his writings saved their lives. If you enjoy this episode and for more content, see the link in the description to subscribe to Internet Business Mastery on iTunes. Well... As you probably know, everyone and their dog starts like wants to start like a personal development <laughs> blog or site or podcast or what have you. And um, and yeah, it's really it, I mean, it, with so many people every day, I mean, I get emails from readers every single day of, of them starting their own site, which is great. But it's when you have so many people constantly jumping into the pool, like it's it's hard to know exactly how to make a difference. The the piece of advice I usually give, and I think that the thing that people miss the most is is they try to go straight from A to Z. So like they they try to start a blog and they try to immediately appeal to a very broad and general audience like mine. And I think that's the wrong way to go. The way I did it, and it took a course of many years, is you actually – you. It's an old concept of niching down, but it's like you basically you find like a really small segment of of people that you want to appeal to. So it's not just like, OK, I'm going to start a self-development blog. It's like I am going to start a self-development blog for divorced single mothers who are struggling with work-life balance. And that doesn't sound nearly as sexy or exciting. But the thing is, is that just because you you're honing in on a very specific audience of people it's going to be much easier to to attract that initial audience to gain a little bit of traction to stand out from the crowd um you'll naturally kind of find yourself saying some unique things some things that are different that maybe don't apply to all the other people and then it's once you've attracted that initial audience then you can kind of start branching out step by step and is that how that played out then for you? Did you, I mean, what, what was, how did you find that, that highly specific audience at first that you wanted to uh, hone in on? And then how did you know when it was time to maybe pivot or broaden out, uh, you know, or side shift or add on to your, your brand? Well, I started, I mean, I, I initially started blogging kind of as a accident. I mean, I, I was like everybody else. I started a personal blog. Um, I had business ventures going on on the side. But the blogging itself, I never intended to be like my full-time gig. So I started out, I started a personal blog in 2007. I was 22 years old. Uh, and of course, like the biggest topic on my mind was dating. So I specifically wrote about like dating type stuff that like a 22-year-old does in Boston. And I attracted a, a readership uh, of guys around Boston. Initially, it was just my friends who read it. And then they started sharing it with some of their friends and random people that I had met. And pretty soon, you know, I had a couple hundred guys around Boston who were reading it. And they started coming to me for advice. And so then it kind of turned into like a general dating advice blog. And it took another couple of years for that 
to grow beyond just like the Boston area. Um, and then by about 2011, I decided like, you know, I don't really just want to write about dating. I'd like to write about other stuff. So I started writing about just kind of general men's issues. I still folk, but I, my primary focus was still on younger men. I'd say men mm-hmm. 35 and younger. So I talked about a lot about like, you know, job security, the way the economy is changing, a lot of entrepreneurial stuff, traveling, because I was doing a lot of traveling at that point, um, relationships, confidence, things like that. And then after a couple of years of that, then I pivoted into my current brand, which is just self-development for everybody. So how do how do that I know to pivot? I I knew to pivot when I mean basically every step of the way in my blog readership was always growing. Um, I could always kind of look at every six months, my traffic would be a little bit higher than the previous six months. What you, Eventually, after a few years, two things would happen. One, the, the traffic would kind of plateau, signifying that I had kind of reached a ceiling in terms of like what that brand, who that brand could appeal to. And two is I would kind of get burnt out on the subject. It's like, well, I don't really know what else to say to like a 25-year-old guy living in Boston. So let me talk about just a general, more general like dating concept that could apply to everybody. Um, And so my personal interest often kind of like paralleled the, the actual like objective growth of the readership. And was there a way that you, with your audience, that you helped them transition with you, that you let them know about the transition? Was there any kind of uh, testing the waters with them first, or or how did that play out? I mean, the beautiful thing about the blog, uh, uh, or being a blogger in general, I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons that a blog is a bad business model, but there's a lot of reasons that it's a really good one as well. And I think one of the really good ones is that you always win points for transparency and and authenticity. So yeah, each time I pivoted, I kind of just threw something out to my list or or threw up something up on the blog itself and said, look, I'm getting kind of tired and burnt out of these same concepts, these same ideas I'm writing about. I want to write about something a little bit more. And in some cases, it's like a lot of these ideas that I was writing, say, about dating, it's like you can apply that in the work world. You can apply that in your family life. You can apply that in other areas of your life. And so I said, I, I want to write about that. I want to, I want to expand, I guess, the palette of the topics that I'm, I'm writing about. And, and it always went great. I mean, generally, the people who find you early on, when you're like super niche down and very specific, they're always going to be your biggest fans. And they're, they're generally going to be excited to see you expand your horizons and kind of try to move on to, to do bigger and better things. I mean, I think the only way you could really piss them off is if you just completely did like a 180 and changed your topic entirely. You know, it's like if mm-hmm. you start out writing about like knitting and then a year later you're like, oh, I'm going to write about cars now. Then, you know, then your readership's <laughs> going to be get, get mad. But it's like if you go from like knitting to like other home, home crafts type stuff, things you can do with your kids, things like that. Like if you just kind of like expand that circle, include more ideas I, I think all the, the all the readers will come along with you. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to Internet Business Mastery on iTunes. And that's all for today, Pep Talk Nation. Be sure to listen tomorrow for more quality business insights.